Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, it is the Odd Couple. I am Chris. He is Ephraim, and we are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Rob Parker, the man Ephraim sitting in for, will join us at the bottom of the hour to talk about the Baseball Hall of Fame. And word, Ephraim, is that Rob is getting demolished on Twitter. <laughs> Was that, is, that, he, is that something new? Right, I mean, right, that, you're I mean, right. <laughs> it's nothing that's, new. That's just a Tuesday, right? Like, come on now. <laughs> yeah, I guess he didn't vote for David Ortiz because he used steroids, or, you know, we think. And he did vote for all the other steroid users, so go figure. But we'll get Rob's side of the story at the bottom of the hour. Uh, the Lakers, we were talking NBA. Lakers playing the Nets. They're up 36-27. No Kyrie Irving, but the big story here, Ephraim, is that Anthony Davis has made his return from being off several weeks. Uh, He's back, and uh, so far, so good. He played seven minutes in the first quarter. Six points, Mm -hmm. three rebounds. I'm sorry, three blocks. Six Mm -hmm. points, three blocks. So he is doing his thing so far, and we'll see. Uh, It's rejuvenate the Lakers so far, but again, the Nets without not only Kyrie Irving but Kevin Durant. But hey, we'll see uh if the if this can spark something from the Lakers. But where I wanted to go was to the NFL. And the big story today from the league was that Sean Payton, longtime coach since 2006 of the New Orleans Saints, has stepped down. He had three years left on his deal. He stepped down, Ephraim, and the the scuttlebutt is that he could end up in Dallas. Not this year, maybe. It doesn't look like this year. But my thought, and we know Sean Payton was there as the quarterback's coach under Bill Parcells in the early 2000s. And Jerry Jones has always felt like he was the one that got away. And he was the great coach that we had that we let go elsewhere and do his thing. Well, the feeling is they want to bring him back and will bring him back. And, and I've said this. I defended you – know, no need to fire Mike McCarthy. I get it. He's not perfect, but no need to fire him. But give him one more year, see how it goes, and if it doesn't go as you want or you don't go as far as you expect, then you go ahead and hire Sean Payton. So this could be like a mini retirement. A lot of people are terming it that one year off of Sean Payton, recharge the batteries – and then go to Dallas. Uh, what are your thoughts on that scenario? Um, I First of all, I love Sean Payton. He was my coach at San Diego State. Uh, he was our quarterback's coach. Um, so I know him well. And th- that all sounds great. And it just might be what the Dallas Cowboy, what they need. The Dallas Cowboys need. But realistically, I don't think it'll work. Mm. Meaning they won't get him? No, even if they did get him. Wow. But the the problem is, I don't know if Sean 
Peyton at this point of his career, all that he's done, wants to be micromanaged mm. by Jerry Jones. What has Jerry Jones done to all of the coaches that have been large voices, uh, not not put not pushovers, right. wanting to do things their own way. What has happened to them in Dallas? He tries to micromanage them, and they're miserable. And what happens? It doesn't work out. It does not work out. Do you think Sean Payton is going to leave a place where he had complete? It we don't. If you ask ten people on the street right now, nine of them wouldn't even know who owned the Saints. Right. You ask those same 10 people who own the Dallas Cowboys, they'll all be able to tell you. I'll say 9 out of 10, just in case somebody is from a different country and they don't even watch sports. Right? So with the reason I'm saying that is because that job may seem like the perfect fit, but I don't know if Sean – I don't know if J- J- Jerry Jones is willing – We've seen he's not going to take a back seat. It doesn't seem like he's willing. It's, it's right. not, not going to happen. So I don't see how this will work because they're, it'll start off fine and there'll come a time when he's going to interject himself in situations that Sean Payton is not going to be able to stand for. And I assume you feel like Sean Payton, Payton sitting down with Jerry Jones beforehand and being like, look, there's only one way I take this job. I got to have full control. That, that that won't get it done. No, that won't get Jerry it done. Because Jerry might agree to that on it, the surface. But we know what, what that is. We know what that is. If he agrees to that, we know. Sean knows what that is. Are you kidding me? You bring up a good point. I, I, I You are right on the money. And, and I've said it all last week. The last two weeks, in fact. The problem... With the Dallas Cowboys is Jerry Jones and the atmosphere that he creates. And I feel like, Ephraim, the Dallas Cowboys are not so much a football franchise or a football program. They are a soap opera that revolves around football. They are a soap opera set in a football setting. You know how you you go to movie, you see a movie, it's really not about basketball, not really about football. Yeah. It's about the love story mm-hmm. or whatever, but it's just involving football players. That's what the Cowboys are. And the reason they are that is because of Jerry Jones. I feel you. I'm not going to push back on that. I just, and that's my, Jerry Jones, more than he wants a Super Bowl, and he said, what'd he say? There's nothing on earth he wouldn't do. <laughs> to win the Super Bowl. There's one thing on earth he won't do. And that's cancel your weekly radio show. Stop talking outside the locker room or period after every game. And let your football people do the football stuff. That's fair. Let, let's just take. That's fair. You're let's, right. Let's just take this year. Jerry Jones got on the radio and told the whole world that his receivers are not running the proper routes. What? Right. 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 In what what world are we living in right now? Do you think Sean Payton is going to sit by idly 
while the owner of the team, which is it's his prerogative, it's his right to go on and criticize what's going on on the field and in that locker room over every week he got a weekly show. He got about three or four of them. You think Sean Payton is going <laughs> to just sit there and just be like, just, who's signing up for that? I'm, I'm, and I'm being honest. Nah, look, and 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 some people go wherever the money is. That's it. Sean Payton made a lot of money, Right. He don't need another dime, I'm sure. He made a lot right? of money. But do you think there's a price? Because obviously, if he wants to come back to coaching, oh, there'll be suitors galore. Of course, yeah. A lot of other better situations. Uh, well, better situations in that the owner might not be all up in your business, all up in the videos, right? But is there a better, will there be better situations as far as talent? As far as if you win, if he could somehow win a Super Bowl in Dallas, can do you can you imagine? What the accolades would be for the first time in twenty six to thirty years? I, I I understand that, but let me ask: How does Dallas win the Super Bowl? Like how? And we say they have talent, but in two years, we're saying you know not next year, but the year after if they do get Sean Payton. That's two years. That team doesn't look anything like it looks right now. Well, Dak, Dak is going to be there. What do you think there. he does with Dak? What, 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 because he, he's a quarterback, you know, just guru. Gave him, just gave him a, no, a, I mean, a, what, a king's ransom. What do you think Sean Payton would do with Dak? Would he take Dak to the next level? Of course. Or would, okay. Of course. See, and that's I, big. I, I think he will. That's big. But does CD Lamb, is CD's Lamb still there? We know Ezekiel Elliott won't be there. They, I, they can't no, get him out of there. And, and that's fine. Right? right. The offensive line. Right? So now you're – Yeah, th- but that, you're that, not going to assume – I'm not – I hear you. But can they repl- – I mean, that's that's true for every team. Yeah, I understand that. But and can you replace them but we, with good players? Well, we, we've, we've seen that that's easier said than done. Okay? It's easy to say, oh, we're just going to repl- re- replenish – the offensive line. We're going to get another running back in here. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. That's why I'm getting a great coach, though. Yeah, That's why. I, I get it. So man. that he can he can make these guess pretty good players guess, better. Guess, guess, guess who's not going to have any say-so in, in, in who they get to? All right. Get, do you think Sean Payton so, is, is, is going to be able to tell Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones – let, I'm, I'm going to do the draft. I feel you. I feel you. And it's sad. That's like if Phil Jackson, and I'm I'm not equating him. I'm just saying like a, a, that caliber, like if, if, if Phil Jackson or Popovich went to an NBA team and the owner was like, no, 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 no. We, we got it. We, we, we right. Like, no, no, we, we're going to do the draft. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And just constantly in the business of basketball. Right. You brought right. me in here to, to do the, the football stuff. Let me do it. So so, so you obviously, as do I, I feel like you agree. You feel like Jerry Jones is, is the problem. He of just course. created a we, bad atmosphere. Right. Okay. He is the problem. We're in lockstep on that. We know he's right. the problem. What? Let me ask you this. Because there are those that feel like they need to get rid of Mike McCarthy. Do you think they should this year or keep him? 
Well, unless what's the option? Right? I mean, well, I, I'm with you. I keep him. I mean, you could go after Brian Dayball yeah, and some but of these I, other guys. I mean, right now, especially if you do have aspirations on getting Sean Payton, not this year, next year, and in, in, in 2023, then I mean, you, you run it back. My whole thing is, <laughs> we just watched the Dallas Cowboys botch 14 seconds on the clock. We just watched Patrick Mahomes. Did you put that on on McCarthy? Yes. We just watched Patrick Mahomes <laughs> with 13 seconds left on the clock drive 60 yards and tie a game. And with here's, 13 the, here's the seconds. Thing. And this is the sugar coat or, or, or the silver lining, I should say, for the Cowboys. Andy Reid used to have problems with clock management too. And I don't know, do they have a clock management guy who's in his ear or what? But the key to that drive, from that 13-second drive, if we can call it that, was that they had three timeouts. Yep. They only needed two. But, you know, there's no way it happens without that. You're right. No way. And all, so, all that matters. All of that matters. Yep. You're absolutely right. Get a guy in Mike McCarthy's ear who can, you know, be the clock management guy. We need to keep our time, whatever it is. But that's what the Cowboys need. But look, it sounds like you think Sean Payton could end up in Dallas, but you just don't think it'll work out. I hope he doesn't, because I don't. He don't need to go through that, man. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. Well, I look. I I think Sean Payton, if allowed, could really do something great in Dallas. <laughs> if allowed, <laughs> right? If allowed, but that that's the big question. All right. Antonio, speaking of uh, allowed, should Antonio Brown, he wants back in, Ephraim. He wants to play with Lamar Jackson. Baltimore could use a receiver. We'll get into that next. Ah, couple Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer, and we have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup. Sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Carmen and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever for you get your podcasts. All right. It is the odd couple. I am Chris. He is Ephraim Salam in for Rob Parker. And we are live, as always, from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And we're brought to you, as always, by AutoZone. They've got the free services you need to help you get back on the road, like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. And with over 5,600 locations nationally, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with those free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Rob Parker will be up in eight minutes, nine minutes. But first, we are going to get into Antonio Brown. He's still on the scene. And uh, he obviously trolled his former team, Tampa Bay, uh, by posting the Instagram pic or whatever it was about them being eliminated 
Rob G, give us the latest on AB. Well, AB keeps making headlines. Most recently, he was uh, on the I Am Athlete podcast, and they asked him which quarterback he'd most like to play with. You know, he's played with Hall of Famers his whole career, and he said Lamar Jackson. So obviously that caused a little bit of a stir on social media. What should the Ravens do? Blah, blah, blah. Well, AB stirred the pot even more on Tuesday afternoon when he posted a Photoshopped image on social media of himself wearing a Ravens 84 jersey flexing. <laughs> Because things, you know, business is booming in Baltimore. I'm gonna be quick here, uh, Ephraim, and then I'll let you go. No, <laughs> I, I, I'm not. If I'm the Ravens, and I don't think they will, I know how that organization is run. There is no way I'm touching Antonio Brown. I'm sorry, uh, you? No, absolutely not. Makes zero sense. Makes zero what, sense. What? And let me go let, ahead. What? What is the value? that Antonio Brown brings to your organization. And I'm not talking about he can catch some passes and all of that because all that's predicated on him getting Playing. what he wants. <laughs> right, okay. Right? So when you talk about value as a player, it's everything. It's all the intangibles and everything, not just the pro- productivity. Right. And for him, yeah, he's he's productive. Right? One of the, one of the best receivers in the game. But will you be able to get that Brown, that Antonio Brown? No, because four teams have now tried. Three teams have now tried. Right. It's it. He can't get out of his own way. I don't think he deserves an opportunity to play in the NFL. I know how much of a privilege it was. I know the guys who are doing everything they're supposed to do, not stripping down naked and then running across the field as an actual game was going on. Like, to me, you don't deserve the right to come back and join this brotherhood. You got a lot of stuff to say about what's wrong and all of these things. That's fine. I get it. But any team bringing Antonio Brown into their locker room after the two years that he's had deserve what they get. Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback to ever play, one of the best teammates you can ever have, crossed the board, went out on the limb and requested they get him. They did this for Tom Brady. No one else. Bruce Arians had already said weeks earlier, no shot. Right. Right. Had him in Pittsburgh. I'm good. Right. Tom Brady went out for AD, uh, for AB, and brought him in. And look what he did there. Oh, and then he talked trash about Tom Brady. He's not really my friend. He's See, since walked those statements back. Right. And that's the thing. I mean, first of all, it was bad enough what he did with the Raiders, right? Oh, was bad enough what he did in New England, talking about the owner. But if you had, if you, the fact that he turned, and like you said, he's walked it back now, but the fact that he turned on Tom Brady, Tom, and yeah, I look, Tom Brady, I believe he liked A.B., but yeah, he also wanted to win a Super Bowl, and he, he believed A.B. could help him, yep. and there's nothing wrong with that. In the process, Ephraim, he also got A.B. paid. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. More than a million dollars, right? Over the two years, probably close to $2 million. He got him paid. He gave him a chance. If A.B. had just gone along and been fine. Yeah, just played this year. Just been a professional. Excuse me. It's called being a professional. Go ahead. Absolutely. If he just did that this year, even if he didn't go back to Tampa, he might have had a chance to go elsewhere. Of course. Because it would have brought value to the franchise. Yep. There's no way I'm bringing him to Baltimore. I'm sorry. I don't care if him and Lamar are cool. Which maybe they are because, you know, any Hollywood Browns cousin Yeah, he's or a cousin. Like yeah. yeah, I don't care. So I don't, I don't mess right. with some of my cousins. Nah. Right? <laughs> right? You, I know oh, you yeah, got right. some crazy cousins. You and cousins. me both. You're absolutely on, right. You're absolutely right. So, yeah, I mean, come on. No. Not even. And, and, and look, that goes for every team. I'm sorry. I said it. Antonio Brown has one way to get back in the league, and that might not even work. But it is to go to serious, legitimate therapy mm, and come I- back. And and really be sincerely apologetic for the way you've acted and show that you understand why you did it and maybe talk a little bit about what you were going through that led you to act that way and now you're over it. And he ain't even close to doing that. So No. No, nah, no, nah, you can't bring back. All right. Rob Parker is up next. This should be fun. But first. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This guy's got some theme music, too. Let's hear his theme music as we introduce him. That's right. He is the co-host of the fantastic show, The Odd Couple. (laughs) And ain't from Salam filling in for him, doing an awesome job. Wow. He's also a Baseball Hall of Fame voter. Mr. Rob Parker, what up, bruh? Yo, yo, what up? How you guys doing tonight? We good, man. How you doing? I'm I'm pissed off like a lot of other baseball fans around America. Well, I heard you're blocking people left and right on Twitter. Is that right? Well, it's my Twitter, and I'll block if I want to. It's my Twitter, and I'll block if I want to. All right, so you're upset because, I mean, Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens, let's start here. They're not in the Hall of Fame. Will they get in on the veterans? I know you're not fond of the veterans committee, but that maybe they can yeah. save these two. Will they get in on that, or the vets are going to be like, "Oh no, they cheated." You know, you know what? I don't know because if you have ex players who are against the steroid guys, and you got to be, you got to get twelve out of sixteen votes, right, in order to get in, and it's made up of former players, former executives, some sports writers. So I think there's only like four writers involved, you know, and then some. It just depends. But some other people with some less credentials have gotten in. But but I really thought, and this is what bothers me, is I really thought that the BBWAA would get it right on their 10th and final year. They they ticked up to 66% and 65%, uh, 66 for Bond, 65 for Clemens. But you need 75. So I, I, I think we got it wrong. I, I, you know me. I love the BBWAA. I have a lot of respect for it. Chris, I've talked to you many times about, you know, how they voted for Bonds when he didn't treat us that well, you know. Right. So I always thought that they, they were different. I mean, that, that organization, just for some, some insight, uh, our first black member of the BBWAA was 1947. This is 20 years before civil rights 
that that a black man was allowed to be into the you know the baseball right, writers organization. Right, right. Wendell Smith, and then they voted for Jackie Robinson as rookie of the year yep. in 1947. And remember, there were no black players, right? And 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 they still voted for him. So I, I have a lot of respect for the BBWAA, but we got it wrong. We got those two guys belong in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I, we were talking uh, earlier last hour about the the way I look at it, Rob, and and you can speak to this is Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, they saved baseball, no doubt. Like we like the the, the flat out whatever you want to say. Without them, baseball would have been in serious trouble because the NFL was more popular than ever. Basket NBA was coming along, and no one was even going to the baseball games. No doubt. And See, from I, I, I'm ahead. with you on that. That's how important those guys were. Uh, and you remember back then, and Chris, you do too. ESPN used to cut in to no matter what was on yep. for every at bat. Oh yeah. Oh, it was ridiculous. and Sosa. It didn't matter right. what was on. That's how big it was. Where, where is that now? Right? So when you when you start voting for these guys who were great, Barry, I, I said it before, Barry Bonds was a Hall of Famer prior to any yeah, story, uh, 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 allegations or anything like that. But those guys taking it on their shoulders to save baseball, a game that they love, brought it back to the forefront – and you don't reward them, right? Like so, I you get, right. I, I get what you're saying, but steroids was all over baseball, right? And they're not the only ones. No, and that's the other problem. And, and and the other thing too is people are like, wait a minute. So there were always talk about Pudge Rodriguez. He's in the Hall of Fame. There were rumors about Mike Piazza and yep. and his steroid use. He's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Jeff Bagwell played for the Astros. His name always came up. He's in the Hall of Fame, but you're keeping out two of the greatest players who ever played the game. It's just lunacy. Well, it's let's get to Ortiz. I mean, he actually, I mean, did he fail the test? Did he not? He failed right. it, well, then they, they said it wasn't him. Now, right. right. They, so, right. How, I mean, that's, I assume that's one of the big things that upsets you, too, is that at the very least, like, I agree, those guys should be in the Hall of Fame. But they're not even showing consistency. Right. If you're voting in Big Poppy on his first try. And Pudge on his first try, yep. right, who was in the Conseco book, Chris. And I was in Detroit. I was covering the Tigers when he was on the team after all that came out. And then the next year he came in to, to spring training, he lost 40 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> right. I wonder how. It's, just, it's, right. no, it's, it's no consistency. Um you know, they didn't even ban steroids until 91, and then they didn't even test until 2003. Like, how do you ban something but don't test for it? For Don't uh, test for it, 100%. Right, and for for, for uh, a baker's dozens of years. Like, yeah. to me, they, they were never really serious about taking it out of the game. If so, I always said, if you really want to stop somebody from doing something, then void the money. Yep. Yep. Boy, you you sign that. a 10-year, $300 million contract, yep. the next year you get pop for steroids, wham, void. Never no, happened. Right? And so they're not to me, it's not really they're not really taking it that serious. Only when it comes to Hall of Fame voting. Right, right. 
And I, and they say, you know, like some of the guys were saying that people were hurt that Bonds broke, you know, Hank Aaron's record and whatnot, and they're holding it against him. And I just think it's wrong. I, I really do. Uh, Barry Bonds is one of the greatest players we ever saw. I don't He's think anybody the greatest, who ever watched him. Uh, of course, now he wasn't very I mean, nice. The, He's not one of the, the nicest. But, He's not one of right. the nicest players. That that, no. has, a, that has a lot to do. Do you with think it, that's so. is that Rob? I mean, and we talked about this. Yeah, they voted him uh, MVP seven times, despite the way he treated the media. But could there be uh, any sort of media back? Like, could that be a part of this? Because it's like, man, you were a jerk, and and we know you use PEDs. Right. Nah, you you know we punishing you. It could you. be. You know what? It could be, Chris. Uh, that 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 finally boiled over because it didn't seem to matter. You know, during his playing days. Right. But maybe this was the last chance to like stick it to him, and not enough people. He fell thirty five, thirty six votes short. Which is sinful, but I, I'm 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 definitely bummed out today just because I think they belong there. If I really didn't believe that they were Hall of Famers or great players, and it was all juice induced, I I would be the first to say it. If I really didn't believe it, but I believe those guys belong. So it's a bummer for a lot of baseball fans, but we'll pull through it and move forward. And um, and this this know. won't. I mean, there's a part of me that I'm against logic. That feels like what well, somehow, some way they're gonna they're gonna end up in the Hall of Fame, but yeah, it, there really is. I mean, what do you? Th- I mean, you know, outside of the vets committee, if they get rejected no, by the that's veterans the committee, only way. like yeah, there's, the you don't way. think there'll be any come to Jesus moment for the the BBWA and you no. know all like it, it no, won't. We're done. We're done with that, Chris. We, the writers have nothing to do with it uh, anymore. So it's just the veterans committee, and that comes up in December. So that's soon, like, like you know, this, this December 2022. So that'll be their next chance, and they'll probably be on that ballot. And you saw the list of people, like five or six guys got in this past Christmas. So right, right. it's a, a lot of guys. You put ten people on the list, and I think – Do they just have one shot? Uh, I don't how know. How many if years? One you... shot. Yeah, that I don't know how many times you can be nominated. That I don't know. Good question. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, look, you got a show to do later tonight. Uh, enjoy it. And um, yes. what is it and called? I had a lot of fun. They, they, it was a lot of fun on MLB Network, screaming at everybody, getting everybody's <laughs> panties in a bunch. So it was, it was a blast. Well, you know, I, I never missed the MLB Network. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that is our man, Rob Parker, host of The Eye Couple. He'll be back tomorrow. But Ephraim's doing a fantastic job filling in. All right, man. Good luck tonight. Do a great job. We'll be watching. And Chris, we got to have lunch tomorrow. Yes. I'll I'll text you. All right. Cool. All right. That's our man, Rob Parker. All right. One prominent NBA voice says LeBron deserves the lion's share of the blame for the Lakers' struggle so far this season. We'll get into that next, Ephraim. I couple, Fox Sports Radio. I had a glizzy in my mouth. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, it is the I couple, Chris Broussard, and Ephraim Salam is in for Rob Parker. And we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And look, If you're a value customer of a credit card company or any company for that matter, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from that company, in this case, a credit card company. 
And that's why Discover Card matches all, all, not a little bit, all of the cash back that you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common since. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply, folks. All right, um, the Lakers up 64-53 over James Harden and Brooklyn's second unit tonight. And uh, Rob G is all excited. Oh, we're back. Okay. Do that against the Kings. Do that against the Thunder. (laughs) (laughs) Teams that seem to give y'all a lot of trouble. But anyway. And uh, Bill Ryder, who is the lead NBA guy for CBS, Ephraim, he wrote a column today ranking the five people that are most to blame for this Lakers debacle. And he has LeBron James number one. Frank Vogel not on the list, but LeBron James is number one. Uh, your thoughts? Um, well, this is the team he wanted. We know that. We know what happens with the LeBron James team. Uh, he has the ultimate voice. Uh, so, yeah, he they wanted Westbrook. He wanted Westbrook. They got Westbrook. Now, after that... If I mean, if if wanting him is is the ultimate blame, okay. But after that, I blame Westbrook. Mm, I blame one. I blame Westbrook because of his own his own comments, his own approach to the game. Now, no one is taking anything away from Russell Westbrook when it comes to his ability to score. His ability to rebound, get assists, triple doubles, all of those things. Ah, we get it. We're good. When I watch Russell Westbrook play, to me, I see a starting point guard with the lowest basketball IQ of all starting point guards in the NBA. And the reason I say that is because what is the ultimate – goal of a point guard what is the ultimate stat they're measured by assist to turnover ratio right can you distribute the ball create shots for your teammates more than you turn the ball over so when a point guard makes a statement like i don't care if i turn the ball over right i don't care if i'm not shooting well like, to me, that bothers me because those are the things you should care about. Well, and he, I mean, I, and I've, I don't know if you've heard me say this, Ephraim. Russell Westbrook, and we know he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Of course. And, and I say he's going to be an icon, like legend. Like, decades from now, people will talk about this guy. The only way that doesn't happen is if the triple-double becomes commonplace. Like, not commonplace, but Luka does it a couple seasons. Jokic does it a couple seasons. Somebody that's not in the league yet comes in, does it a little bit for a whole season. That's how Westbrook's legacy would be downgraded. But right now, he's going to go down. Decades from now, people are going to be talking about, there was this dude, Westbrook, for four seasons, averaged a triple-double. Now, it's hard to win with him. And I put him in, he's an extreme version of these two guys. But I think he's similar to Pistol Pete Maravich and Allen Iverson. Super-duper star, uh, icon, legend, fun to watch, all that. 
But style of play that's hard to win with. And I know people don't want to think that about AI, but you know a guy, low low percentage shooter, Mm -hmm. volume shooter, dominates the ball. The only way he won was when Larry Brown, the great coach, built a team, built it specifically for Allen Iverson. And it was smart. Grinders, spot-up shooters, rebounders, defenders, guys who don't care if Iverson has the ball 20 seconds of the shot clock. If he passes it to him, they're going to be ready. And that's what Westbrook is similar. Um, but, I, I look, I agree with what you said. But I think a guy that's being – I don't blame LeBron because Rob Polinka has the final say. Yeah, he does. LeBron can flex his muscle but all he wants. Guess I mean, what, they're LeBron? They're you gonna... locked up. And here's the thing, <laughs> and I get it. I get it. LeBron is LeBron. And he is the man, he is the face of the league, all of that. So yeah, he's going to have influence. But Ephraim, you still are the GM. And where's LeBron ain't leaving. Right. That was the thing. It's like he's he's under contract for a few more years. So you got that. And then he doesn't want to move from LA. He he moved to the Lakers when they weren't a contender, when they had Lonzo and Kyle Kuzma and Brandon Ingram and all these guys and weren't anywhere near a championship. So it was more than just basketball for him. He doesn't want to leave L.A. So you got to buckle down like Pat Riley did in Miami and say, I hear your boat because Riley used to call in the boat the best of all time. I hear your boat, but if you're going to win, it's going to be with Eric Spolster as coach. If you're going to win... It's going to be this way. And they won two. Ch- that was the best run of LeBron James' career as far as winning. I need Russell Westbrook to understand the flow of a basketball game. You can't. Well, that's, it's you too late for that. I bro. understand. But you this, know is, this is what you I'm played, talking about. When you, you know. I know. But that's what I expect. So when when a when a player refuses of his talent refuses to even understand that like hey I'm shooting 20% from the three point line we fought back from 10 down we're down by 1 point and you shoot a three pointer that airballs that's a problem <laughs> but he, was he fe- he was feeling it though That's a problem though <laughs> you're shooting 2 for 10 from the three that is what I mean by basketball right. IQ. IQ. Right. Don't He's look not off, a smart decision. Don't maybe. look off LeBron James at the high post right. to shoot a low percentage three. That's the problem. You're you're absolutely right. But I'm gonna throw one guy, one other guy at you who's getting a pass. How about Anthony Davis? Oh, I, I, he don't get no pass. Bambi legs? Oh no. All right. There's no there pass for me. <laughs> Come on, bro. You got to buck up now. Come on, let's yes, go. This supposed to be this was supposed to be your, your team year. By now. Your t- yet last year was supposed to be your year, bro. This he- was supposed to be your team by now, and and stop getting hurt. I I get you can't control injuries, wet bread, but he man. gets the little nagging injuries, you it, know, the little finger, ah. fingernail six yeah, months six months out. Yeah, come on, man, come on, AD. But you, now he's top right. seventy five. Obviously, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He got his well, ring. You can't hold that against Like, I don't well, know if well, he's motivated see. anymore. Let's see if he can turn this season around. That's what we want. Right. I want to see that. Because Rob G is convinced. Run tail that. As their lead dwindles against the Nets. Keep it locked. An hour left. 